welcome to the Fruit of the Bad podcast. We're getting all Christmassy over here. It's nearly Christmas. Are you ready for Christmas? Ho, ho, ho. Are you ready for Christmas? No. Are you done your Christmas shopping? Not, not a lick. Howie and Pete are with me. Say hello, Howie. Hello. Say hello, Pete. I just did. Ho, ho. Ho, ho. Have you got a joke for us? Hopefully not. No. <laughs> Good, because time is of the essence. <laughs> oh, I got more laughs than the actual joke was. Yeah. Yeah. You are a joke. Anyway, so we're going to get into the weekend action. We're going to go through all the Premier League games. And we're going to start off at Liverpool, where they beat Watford 2-0. Mo Salah with two goals. Should we talk about how Liverpool didn't deserve to win the game? They were really good, Watford. Come on, let's be serious. Every game this season, they haven't deserved to win one of them. Is it the Pearson <laughs> factor? I generally think it is. I like Pearson. I think he's a great appointment. I generally do. I think they'll be all right. And I, right, the Milan star chance, baffling. Um, <laughs> who else missed an absolute sitter? Capoue? Sitter? Oh, the chance. I missed it. said chance, as in a song. Oh, no, not the chance. I was going to make you sing then. No, but the chance is. So, Milan star. Where's he come from? Uh, he was a Ren. He's rapid. He's uh, yeah, I know that, but all of a sudden, like I feel like he's never he played for Watford before. Until no, because they bought him and didn't play him for 10 games. No, they, put, they, they brought him on every so often. Yeah. Didn't really do much with him. Um, he missed an absolute sitter. Kapuwe missed an absolute sitter. Somebody else, like Troy Deeney had one, went across the six-yard box, which he could have t- tapped home. There's, Generally, at a point, they could have been 3-1 up. The definitive word for this, I saw someone on Twitter call it, just fluff FC. Every single thing they yeah. tried to hit, they just fluffed it. Yeah, but I think that's got part of that's got to be down to the fact they probably aren't used to creating so many chances. Yeah, <laughs> this is so weird. They all get nosebleeds. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, I think Liverpool have been like that all season, and I think that that's the reason they won the league. Yeah, that I think that Champions League win last season has kind of given that winning mentality a little bit. Yeah, and they they can play pretty bad and they were the worst I've seen them in a long time they, they could have like, won 3-0 they should have won 3-0 like just Sorry. just like when you see Van Dyke mis, uh, misplace that pass the pass back yeah. it's like he never does that yeah yeah but even on their day like that they still won and kept a clean sheet top at Christmas Alisson played alright to be fair but Alisson had quite a good game yeah, yeah I think there was two snapshots on him that he made good saves for a keeper that I don't rate as highly that he, he actually done alright what do you think of uh Salah being moved into the middle. I thought he was really good. Mm. But, but does that take away from Firmino? Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Well, he's essentially doing he's yeah. dropping, but a little bit Firmino is effective at. Yeah, yeah. You said to me, you've got a position those front three. I'm having Firmino down the middle every time. Yeah. No, I agree. Do you think it's more to bring Shakiri back in, or or is it just a lack of midfielders at the moment? Yeah, I find it a bit odd. I don't think Shakiri is good enough to actually worry about him. Feeling he's frozen out. Is it also a mixture of the fact that they haven't necessarily been scoring as freely as they they would have liked yeah. to be? So maybe they're trying to bring more in. I feel Salah's the most off the boil out of, out of the three. Well, I like, mean, two, that, games, that until the last two games. games. Yeah, I'd agree yeah. with you not yeah. until the last two games because he was good. Um, so I quite liked his brace. Was I thought both goals were quite good. He was good in the Champions League. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's unlucky to not get more as well. Yeah, both goals were good. Too. I particularly like the finish on the... The first one, but yeah, but, but Nigel Pearson, I'm really confused with this because I know how you seem to rate him, but I'm a little bit. I do rate him. I think you don't really get it. Yeah, no, I think he's gonna be good for them. I just don't see Nigel Pearson and think long-term plan. No, I also think he's like a manager that's gonna get relegated. Yeah, it's Watford, isn't it? They're not, they're not gonna have a long. He's not gonna keep him up. 
Unless they're going for the Leicester thing and they're going to get Ranieri in. What, in the Championship? Win the league. Yeah, they'll win the Championship. Well, no, Pearson. He had him up, he had him up though, didn't he? He's and then he got sacked. He's not going to keep him. The thing I don't like about Watford, Watford is, their, is their squad. Yeah. Well, they've got, like they've got the squad. They've no. got a couple of standout Ooh. players. Ooh. What, Decore, Delefeo. They've just missed a striker, I think. I mean, their defence is Deeney's back. Their defence is awful. Deeney's back. Their midfield's all right, though. Mm. So who they got? Decore? Capoue. Capoue. Will Hughes. Pereira. Ever scores or gets assists. Pereira. Tom Cleverley. Oh, Tom Cleverley. <laughs> I mean, they're a long way off safety. They're six points off safety. Bear in mind, they've only got nine points. So yeah. it is a massive ask. But I don't think they're dead and buried. They need to get their team in finishing training as soon as possible. That's all I'll say. But but what, what? Where do you go when you need three points in the next game? Arsenal. No, you play at home <laughs> against United. Uh, yeah, yeah, next week. Interesting. Mm. We'll, yeah. we'll hold our our thoughts on that. Yeah. Until, uh, Friday. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about United for a while. But finally, VAR went against Liverpool. Yeah, but it was kind of at a point where it didn't really matter. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, Salah's finished though for the second one. Yeah, I, cheeky. Fair, I thought yeah. the second one was more offside than the one that was... It wasn't offside, but it it looked more offside than the, the Mane one. It was defender's backside. Yeah. Kept him onside by like a, a millimetre. Yeah, see. Which took bloody ages to do again. If it had been a tits guy, then he'd have been fine. One thing though, when do you think Jurgen Klopp's going to be reprimanded for his... Going mental on the touchline yeah, every does. single day. Because it's passion. Mm. Passion. It drives me mental. Mourinho did it as well this weekend, to be fair. Yeah. Well, I've got a little thing on the Mourinho later on but I'll, when we get to that game. But, um, yeah. Cheeky finish with Salah. Christmas top. I think we've said the last few weeks now. And they're off League's to... Done. Is it Qatar? Yeah. So they're, they're going to postpone. Club of champs. Yeah. They were due to play West Ham and it's been postponed for it. Yeah. I think yeah. they missed two games. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Interesting. This theirs, they've won it. There's no way that team's going to lose. What would they have to lose? I think they're 14... Five games, I think it is now. I think they're 14 ahead of City. Yeah. It, Who are third? The, yeah, so they have to lose yeah, five they, games. If they win both games and, yeah, they, it leaves like, an eight-point gap. And they've still got to play each other. Yeah. They beat City. Look, all I care about, as long as they lose one game this season, I don't care. Get the record points, get whatever they want. Just, uh, I just can't have it. Well, not, I don't. I don't care. Just as long as they're not undefeated. Not for me. How many games have they gone? I. Uh, I still don't think they're something. good enough to go undefeated. I think they'll lose one. That's what I want. All I want, just one. All I want for Christmas. No, they, I, I generally don't feel they should have left that game with a win. Have they played Leicester away? That's the only place I feel no, like they've dropped they points. They Leicester at home. And. Where were they for the City game? I think City was at home. Have they played Wolves at, at, at Wolves? I'm trying to think of grounds where they're going to find it really difficult. Because they've, they've done Sheffield United. They beat Sheffield United. Mm. And they were lucky. They're still going to come to the Emirates. <laughs> oh, they'll be shaking. <laughs> oh. They'll be shaking. Right, well, we'll move on. <laughs> Burnley won. Newcastle nil in a thriller. Chris Wardinio once again. They, uh, Burnley are. If you took headers out of the game, Burnley would be bottom with no points. Yeah, it was a pretty drab game. Yeah, they only got one way of playing. I found crap. it hilarious that Sean Dyche decided to uh, 
bring up a forward throwing his elbows around as a problem. Yeah. <laughs> when it's set forward, to be fair, Carroll knows exactly what he's doing there. Com- completely. Agree. He's done it twice. Me hasn't even got up like, in the air. And he's but that's he is like, naughty. Uh, that's just ridiculous. Can you imagine any other person like, complaining about that? Yeah. And I feel for Brucey because he's, he's exactly spot on. What with the with the with the corner? Yeah. If it's not a corner, it's a foul, and they've scored. Yeah, yeah. No, the the only it, the only way I can sort of maybe go okay, it's soft is he swipes the leg, but you can't actually see from the angle no. we're given if he does actually connect with and it. And it's also it is quite soft. Like but he's gone down I expecting agree. a foul. Yeah. yeah. Where I don't agree with Brucey though is starting Carroll down the middle and then Joe Linton wide. Mm. Well, to be fair, I think they should. They should have just gone a standard four four two because that's exactly what Burn- Burnley are going to do. Yeah. yeah, match them up. But but the problem, I think they missed uh, San Ma- Maximin this week. To be honest, yeah, they, they had no whip and yeah, he's electric, man. He scares, he scares defenders. It's just who was that Lex factor? Isn't he's it? just he's really unpredictable. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing about him. Yeah, yeah, because one week he's absolutely shit. Yeah, next week he's all right. Yeah, yeah. been shit for a while. No, hence why they've been winning. He's the type of player that will kick the ball with his right foot against his left foot and he'll go in. He's just always, everything's really unorthodox. It doesn't make sense. It's proper gangly as well. It's like, um, for the listeners, like one of our friends who's like Alex Waif. Yeah, he doesn't run with Alex Waif. He, yeah. like, he looks like an elastic band, literally. <laughs> just stretches and gets to everything. But yeah, Chris Woodaldino. Mm. I was impressed with McNeil again, once upon. You'll give it to Chris Wood. He's got, he's got a great record for scoring goals recently. But they are, are genuinely, and I, I, I don't mean oh, to sound shit, rude to Burnley, but they're my least favourite team to watch. <laughs> I think we say it every week. Do you know what it is though? They only play one, they generally though, and they are literally, they are like, um... see, I disagree to an extent that at least they know their identity and I think what they do, they do it well. What, what annoys me when I watch Burnley is when they try to play out from the back because they can't. Yeah, they really can't. Yeah, whenever they, they try to do it, they give goals away. But when they don't, I actually I'm not saying it's entertaining football, but it's yeah. definitely a perfection of art. I mean, people say you don't care what you're paying for as long as you're winning, and I get that. Like, I'd love to watch Arsenal actually win a game, but <laughs> not like not like that. I've just witnessed Pete call Burnley's play a perfection of art. Well, it is. It's just I love it. I love a bit of sh- good bit of shit house football. I That's absolutely love it. It's that they they are it is shit house football, but they're really good at it. Yeah, but like you say, they've purchased players for shit house football. Exactly, they've yeah. got a tactic built for shit house football. They've but got a manager for shit house football. Would, Don't try and pass it, boys. Would you, <laughs> would you rather your team have a completely mixed message where you don't know what you're actually trying to achieve, or know exactly what you're trying to achieve and be? What are you hitting that, I'm not going to go into that yet. <laughs> Do you want Deitch as the no. Arsenal manager? Because <laughs> you don't have the players to play. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, you don't have players good enough to play the Burnley way. That's very true. The Burnley good. way. Well, yeah, but I, I don't <laughs> think any other team has got players good enough to play the Burnley way. No, that's way. what I mean. It's it's a work of art, Pete. You're it was right. like um, the Allardyce football you used to play at Bolton. Yeah, and Stoke. 100%. Not the most entertaining, but so efficient. And, and you know what? In in its own way, it was actually entertaining to watch because it's not like how you want football to be played, but it's effective. It's effective. It is. But going back to the elbow situation, so do you think Carroll should be sent off? Yeah. Yeah, I think he knows. He's done it twice. I think think he knows what he's doing. 
He does it in the area as well. I don't know who it's against, but he's he actually goes. He, he, he always attacks the ball. It. It's not like a one-off. Mm. Every game he does it. He's very. He's like Fellaini. Fellaini was I would the same. be more annoyed if I was Steve Bruce and I conceded in that fashion than I would be if I was Deitch and I saw what happened to Ben Mee. Yeah. Is that because you don't like Ben Mee though? <laughs> <laughs> So at the time of recording, listeners, we have the Palace Brighton game what on the TV, goal. and Zaha has just scored a lovely goal. Absolutely, left-footed rocket, World top corner. Can a keeper do better? That's my first question. We're about to find out when it ever shows a replay. I can rewind it, Sky. Sky Q, you know. If you want to sponsor us, yeah, Sky. If you're out there, I only ever watch Sky Q. Yeah. We um, pay for all the games via Sky. Alright, cross comes in from the right. Oh, oh, that's, 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 that's an assist. That's an assist. Moves on to his left. Oh, <laughs> two roof for the next. You're going to see it in this game. Who is that? that has got the flick on. Tompkins. Oh, lovely, lovely. Touching. Oh, that's good. Oh. Great goal. Beautiful. Right, we'll move on from the Dross game. That's not Palace. Oh, Palace Brighton. Brighton. While we were talking about Burnley, Newcastle, and on to another dross. Chelsea nil, Bournemouth one. Right, Gosling. What a goal! To be fair, I've got to say, I really enjoyed the goal. What a goal! I really enjoyed the goal because I love the movement and I love that it's a flick over a keeper and then an effort off the line. He's it's got everything you want. He's done a, a borderline Pele chip. Yeah, scoop. It's got everything you want. Over it's like a 1997 glitch FIFA goal. Yeah, <laughs> it so is. <laughs> I like it. I feel like he has no, like I think he knows what he's trying to do, but he doesn't think he's, it's going to happen. Yeah, and he also thinks he's offside. I think he's also done it by accident. He definitely does time. think he's offside, but the movement itself is actually really good. Mm. Yeah. The one thing I questioned though was uh, I can't think who it was off the top of my head, but there was someone in between the keeper and him. Uh, walking back on side, yeah. oh, but yeah, I wondered: was, yeah. is there an argument is that he's active? Interfering? No, I don't think he's that interfering there because I don't think anyone. It was Mings. He's not in the keeper's eye line, as in he's not preventing him from seeing what's going on, and I don't think yeah. he's he's not in the way of any defenders. You can see you can see the argument, but I agree with Pete. Yeah. I don't think he's. Yeah. It was Tyrone Mings walking back. I think it was. It was a lo- it was a lovely goal. I did enjoy the goal. Yeah. And um, but just before you carry on, Var got it right. Yeah, right, great so, use of R too. So I was thinking about this. So if that all of a sudden pops up, the VAR are checking the decision, surely immediately you're saying, by the way, there's a goal here, but we're just double-checking. Because imagine VAR getting that wrong. They've stopped the game for borderline five minutes for that. Yeah, but I don't mind them getting it wrong if they think it's close. Well, yeah, and plus it's a, it is a goal, so they will check it and the, and the line of pitch flowed up, so... He he. The ref didn't blow his whistle just because the line of put his flag up. Yeah, so. no. It's. I think it's definitely the correct procedure, but I just think that there is a part of it now where it's turned into okay, Every the goal goal's not. Checked. It's not that. It's it, okay. The goal's not been given, but then VAR goes up and it's like okay, well we scored that because they wouldn't bring it back to check it if they didn't know it was right. Mm, I don't know if they did think it was right, but I think they check every single goal now. Yeah, I, I feel that way now. No, well, they, have to, they, they I, ideally have to check every single major incident running up to any goal or any whatever spe- like specifically goals that everyone's going to get checked. So I don't think it's a um, yeah, I don't think it's an issue. In fact, I think situations like this it, it's good because that lo- the lino's got it all wrong, man. Mm, yeah. 
So it, it, it goes back to what Harry was saying: the fact that Tyrone Mings probably it wasn't Tyrone in. Mings because he didn't play for him anymore. It's the um, oh yeah, what we're we talking about Billing. Yes, that's yeah. You could see the resemblance. To be fair, yeah. I don't um, know that was there. <laughs> so the lines obviously going to be looking across. So the the immediate interference is going to be straight away seen. So. Yeah, so three out, of, three out of four Chelsea losses now. Well, Lampard can we out. talk about Chelsea actually not being very good? So, yeah, they had a lot of chances, but generally, two of them were decent. Yeah, they create... Chelsea. They, they, I feel like they have a lot of chances because they have players like Mason Mount who shoot at every given opportunity. Yeah, and Pulisic. Like, he'd make a great run and he'd strike and one of them sticks to my mind, one where he put it about 10 yards wide of the right-hand post. Mm. I just don't feel like... I generally didn't feel that they were that threatening even I, for their amount of chances I thought, like I, I didn't leave thinking oh Chelsea were hard done by I felt like Chelsea shot a lot yeah I mean there's I've, I said it in the, earlier in the season they're going to be really up and down and it's about how Lampard makes this team react to these losses because mm-hmm. it, at the moment I know obviously they won was it the Palace game was it Palace or they played someone and they won 2-1 recently come on or was it Villa? Villa. They beat Villa. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't remember all that. But I think that it's... that They're going to be so up and down and at the moment they seem to be in a little bit of a slump. Not a massive one, but a little bit of one and that's... You can only be called a good manager if you get your teams out of that slump. But I think Bournemouth have beaten Chelsea three out of the last five games. Yeah, they've beaten 4-0 at home the last game they played. Yeah, at, at, which at is very strange because... Bogey team. That good. Well, However, Bournemouth had a lot of injuries. Yeah, they're That's pretty, the much, they're pretty much it. missing their their, yeah. their first full team. Their, their full first team. That was in their eleven. However, Ramsdale on the day. Generally, really, yeah, Ramsdale was good. He was really, really good. The save from Emerson was fantastic. And Mount. I refuse to believe any of it. I think he's a <laughs> fucking fraud. Uh, he had a really, really good game. I uh, arguably set like saving the win. Safe to say, he's not in my five-star team. Well, a lot of them are cameras as well. Is it mine? But anyway, can I just throw it out there? A lot of them are. He makes those saves. A lot of them look so much more difficult than they are because of the Emerson one is he brilliant. Parries them. He parries so many of them. Like what the header that was straight at him. Well, it wasn't oh, straight at power him. Power as well. It's straight at him. Raw power from a four yards. Yeah, but it's there, and all he's done is this. <laughs> and, and for for the listeners, the that's what he raised in my hands. <laughs> the mount one though, one on one. Which, by the way, Jorginho's ball for was unreal. Yeah, I thought that. That's really my favourite part of that move. Flicking it over from the right side. I just don't think he. Um, I don't think he's that good a goalkeeper. I'm not saying yeah, he no, is, yeah, but I, I, I think that's on one the of his better games. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, with all that being said, and the ban being lifted, who do we think? Or who do Chelsea we think Chelsea buy? will spend a lot of money? And they have to get a centre back. I think they want a centre back. And what? kind of route do you think they're going to go do you think they're going to go and buy a lot of youth I think they'll try and buy someone young and British yeah I think they're going to try and buy Sancho oh no see I think I was still thinking I think I was thinking if they go English I think they're going to get Zaha no why not because I think they'll get they'll want Project Youth I think I think Sancho in that side would be very Sancho for me is a summer signing though. You're not getting him. Yeah, uh, well, no, particularly I, if you can't move out William, said, Pedro, Hudson Odoi. I would have like, agreed with you at the beginning yeah. of the season. Pulisic, I think I could see Pedro players. going. 
You have to move one of them out, and I don't think one of those goes. Pedro to goes. Yeah, I could see Pedro going, or even Williams. To be fair, one of the two. I just think that's not an area they need to improve on. I I, I think it is. I do. I think they've right, got that right hand side. Yeah, I think. I think they're centre backs and they're forward. yeah. I yeah, think yeah. they're the two positions I think Definitely. they're going strength with. Maybe also, a striker. I also think yeah, they need a well. To be fair, yeah, and a striker. They need a striker. They need a winger. I think they need something else in the the midfield. Back. Another, another bit of youth in the midfield, and then they need right back, left back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big they're, they're, job. They're not going to do it yeah. in one window. They're yeah. in a transition. Period I don't think Sancho time. is 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 an ideal spend for them. Again, we didn't really need Pepe. But do you not think they'll? I feel like they'll stick with their fullbacks, sign a centre back, and then make a big money signing. Well, I thought Emerson had a great game. I understand why people like Marcus Alonso, but he's not. I think they're going to invest in um, Reese, Reese James, James on the right. So that's what I mean. I don't think they'll sign a a fullback till next summer. I think their centre backs they'll probably want one more. They have to get centre back. Yeah. Um, Because all the the good things that Chelsea fans will say about Rudiger. He's still not all that. And then, I I mean, midfield, they're probably, again, I think they'll stick with. But then it's, I think they'll go for maybe a centre-back, a winger and a striker. And the striker, I don't think, will be one we expect. I think it'll be something, not a first-team striker. I don't think it'll be getting in the way of Tammy. I think it'll be something that maybe just... I wouldn't be surprised to see two of the players we're watching right now in the Palace-Brighton game in Dunk and Zaha ended up at Chelsea. Both of them. Mm. Not for me. Neither. No, I, don't, I just don't see him. I think they'll go Ake. They'll go and get Ake. It's going to cost a bomb. No, they've got a buyback clause. 40 they? million, yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's it. Yeah. So I'll get Ake. It'd be a good, good sign for them, too. And I think, like I said, I, I think they'll go big and they'll get someone, like a big winger. And I think it'll be, sh- I, I believe it'll be Sancho. Someone like that. Sancho for me. I just don't think Sancho goes City. anywhere He's other than City. somewhere in Manchester or Liverpool. No, he's not going. No way. No way. And I think they money talks. Mina, Mina, yeah. well, I think he goes to one of the United clubs. You know what, Manchester clubs? One of the United yeah. yeah, sorry, one of the Manchester yeah. clubs. Yeah. I just think money talks. And I think it's Liverpool, City or United. Mm. I don't, yeah. I, 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 see, I, I can see the appeal of why he would go to Chelsea and stuff like that, but I don't I know. I just think that, well, Sancho, I know obviously he spent a lot of time at City, but he's a London boy. Um, mm. I'm saying all this about Chelsea anyway, though they are still comfortably fourth in my eyes. What are they? Seven points clear of mm. I wouldn't say yet. I don't no, think so. No, I think no, five points clear of us. Five points. Uh, I clear. think so. What four ahead of Tottenham? That fourth really? place, I think, is completely up for grabs still. Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't for a long time. I think up until about well, up until they went on their little losing streak, the three and four, it will be narrowed down to three, two or three, I think, by. Like you'll be looking at March, yeah. and after that, then it will be. But I expect them to be even in the the three. I think it's Tottenham gets fourth. I don't think they'll guarantee well, not, to get it. Uh, are the only ones that are going to challenge? But I think no. I think I think Mourinho will dig something out shithousery wise. I think there'll be two or three, and I, I I honestly wouldn't even. And we'll get into us in a while, and Arsenal in a while. But I, I wouldn't even rule us out yet, and I think we're. In a very bad way, but I don't think the that and that's how far that's how right. open I think it is. We're dreadful. We're not dreadful. Yeah, but I don't. I think that's how open it is. It could go all the way to there. Arsenal how, yet again need to invest in defence, which is what they seem to be doing a lot at the moment, badly every time. We'll get on to them in a while, but I, I don't disagree. But I, but I do think there's a higher priority for Arsenal. 
Yeah. Yes. Right, okay, we'll move on though. Leicester won Norwich one in the, quite a surprising result of the weekend. It's a bit of a feisty game, this. It was, yeah. Pookie and Tim Krull with a very strange own goal. Pookie back in a rich vein. Do you know what I like to see is the Buendia Pookie connection back a little bit. Senor Good Day. They were decent at the beginning of the season between the two of them. Yeah. The weight of the pass. Oh, I'm not yeah, no, I'm not taking away from Campbell. I'm just saying that the, the, the connection between them that they had at the beginning of the season. Campbell does shine for them. He's enjoyable to watch. But every yeah. bit I look at Campbell, I think, and I think, oh, you're, you're a very silky good player to watch. But then I look at him in the face and I think, you look about 10 years old. Yeah. He's got a weird appeal of a very, very young, I'm not comparing him as footballers in any way, but as people, David Beckham about him. Nah, see, I, 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 just, I, I know what you mean, he has got the do you know that soft effects. sort of... Do you know where I am with him? Hey. Steve McManaman. <laughs> <laughs> Steve McManaman. Nah, see, I think Steve McManaman... I, I, like, Steve McManaman downs a pint. Cantwell has to take two or three stops. Yeah, but I'm talking like as a player. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting. As at. an actual player, very Steve McManaman. He goes to a bar and he gets a cocktail. A team night out. Cantwell. Now, see, I disagree. I think he has an ale. No, what Cantwell? See, I think, Cant- I think Cantwell goes down the park and he drinks whatever his mum and dad have got in the cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, feisty game. Very feisty game. By the way, one thing I, I, I massively noticed is how good Leicester are, the transition from defence to attack, and how quick they are at it. Like, I've, I've not seen a team where I can think of, like, even the Liverpool team of last season, how fast they were at it. They're literally one, two, three, very quick passes, and they're in but straight away as well, because like, their midfield, this doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. This is not just their passing, but the midfield carries the ball very, very quickly and efficiently. I Tillyman's had a good game. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really believe the hype in it for a very long time, but Wilfred Ndidi, he's, he's very good. Player. He's this yeah. season has come on so much. And you know why Wilfred is so good is half the time you don't really notice him, but it's because he's doing his job so well that yeah. it sounds silly. You don't notice him because he's that good. Yeah, and and it's also because he's like there's a lot of defensive midfielders that you think. Just good at tackling, passing. Yeah, but he's actually very good going forward. Yeah, he's yeah. he's probably an all-round player. But the, going on to what you're saying about you don't notice it, and then you then be, you get that sort of media attention that I think kind of Kante did, where you start to notice how much you're not noticing it. It's, yeah. it's like a counter. But I just think with, with the, you never see. There's never like a glaring tackle that he misses. Like you no. never go. Oh, I should have been in there. No, he gets so, the ball back all the time. Yeah, Rogers um, noticed though early, didn't he? The, the game wasn't going their way. Made the sub the early challenge. Yeah. I think what did it, we make of the uh, the the throw on to sort of? I think they should have given it. Free they should have given it back. But I, I think Ian Acho doesn't help himself because he the action was a bit crazy. I thought. What, yeah. What I don't know what he's doing. I mean, do it wrong. If it was me and I was a fan, I'd be up in arms too. But the players were mm. mental. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I I can't understand it to an extent because it's like an unwritten rule, isn't it? But the but the, the I thought the reaction from Ian Acho, because I think it's Cantwell, and like you said, all yeah, like a ten round the board. neck, and he touched his collar, and it's all yeah. of a sudden like he's been. That was like, very strange. Kane has choke slammed him. No, it was it was very odd, but it, like you say, it is an unwritten rule. But it's like it is the excuse when 
they do break that unwritten rule for the other team to be like, you're supposed to be a really nice guy and you're not being a nice guy. Like, yeah, handbags, proper. But to be fair, in the replay, I thought, oh, like when I first saw it, I was like, is he grabbed him around the neck? But obviously, as you said, it was just... I thought it was Tim Krull, to be honest, because Tim Krull's a cunt. Yeah, he was... Yeah, I've never seen a goalkeeper that loves to come out of his goal to moan as quick <laughs> he as he does. Wants, oh, he's a prick. What an awful human. He'd be on the halfway line and it'd be like, all of a sudden, Tim Krull's there, like having a right old bloody Barney with everyone and anyone. But for the goal, though, the own goal... Uh, what he's doing positionally, maybe he's going out to moan again, I don't know, but uh, what he's doing positionally, no idea. He's like stepped out of the goal and then obviously Vardy's caught the header and obviously the punch is flappy anyway, straight into his goal. But Vardy's run's been ended Good. because of that. I think it was nine in a row, eight in a row. Or would have been he was good though. There was one where he, yeah, obviously what we said, where he went, route, where he went wide of Cruel and he tries to, like pass it in and it hits the post yeah. and things like against it I thought, he, I thought he had a game body yeah I'd take him United still I can't believe he's over he's 31 now I know Mental. he's got the physique and the play of a 22 year old still but yeah very strange goal another one that I loved defenders United and all that uh, Soyoung choose last minute tackle yeah oh he's so good and that's why he made my five star which we'll come on to later one of um one defender that goes under the radar, not mine because I raised it earlier, but Mr. Godfrey at Norwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very I can't say I thought he played that well. Not necessarily he played that well, but he's a very good ball-playing defender. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I think he's definitely got. A, as I said, my concern is that his ceiling is like a seven, right? <laughs> mm, nah, I think I think he'll go for big money. Godfrey. Mm. I said earlier in the season he will end up at a top. Six Max Aaron's. He'll be a top six club. Both of them will. There's a lot of the players in the, weirdly in the Norwich squad that will be a top six club. I don't. I don't Not know together, if. But, I don't yeah. think there's enough hype around Godfrey for him to. There was already that. I think Tottenham were already looking at him. Yeah, but I don't think you're going. And Chelsea. I don't think you're going to get over thirty million. It depends how Norwich play, but I think thirty to forty million. I think you'd probably get. Mm. He's he's British. Got to think that. That is very true. It depends if they start to break yeah. into England teams as well. Well, he's the twenty ones. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I feel like all English players are young at twenty ones at the minute. But anyway, we'll move on. Sheffield United two, Aston Villa nil. Your best friend with two goals. He was good. Don't, don't upset me because John Fleck. I, he was I, good. I, I thought Sheffield United would win this game, but don't upset me and call John Fleck my friend. He's your best mate. He's not. You texted me earlier saying it's so good to see him getting on the score sheet twice. I'm surprised their run hasn't come to an end yet. They're still playing really well. Yeah. And they still look, they literally look good. They're not even fluky wins. No, they look better. I wanted to um, shout out Jack O'Connell again, who I noticed quite a bit, and I think he's, I think he's class. Shit house. (laughs) Massive shit house. I really like Wilder as well. He played the ball. Yeah, I love Wilder. I love Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the beginning of the season, I was a bit like, here we go, it's going to be one of them. I, I do, but at the same time, I wouldn't, smash it. I wouldn't want to go for a beer with him, because I feel like he's a bit of a prick too. But he's he's a good manager. Oh, I bet he moans about everything. Like, you walk into a room and you moan about the paint. He's yeah. one of them people. I bet his, his wife's got like a proper, he's got like a, an old wife name. Like, <laughs> Karen. Oh, Karen. <laughs> I don't like Marifat Peas. Yeah. 
Something like that. But anyway, yeah, scrappy game to be fair. Yeah, Sheffield did register a shot on target until the second half. But yeah. And who was it, Pete? John Fleck, your best friend. You'd be correct. But yeah, now everything I feel like was going on, it was either deflected or sliced or it was an accident how how it happened. But two very good finishes from Fleck. I wonder what happens to Sheffield when they lose their when they lose a couple of games. Like does because I feel like they're playing with confidence at the moment. Yeah, as in how they react. Yeah. What's interesting is I generally like I don't say obviously I I like the Villa squad, but they're like they've got fifteen points in their third bottom. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? You don't really but think you think that. Villa are doing all right. But whereas I, I feel with Villa not. they've got a very, they've got actually half decent squad, but I don't think they've got yeah. a very good manager. I had to double take with the um, I don't I don't know the manager, but I had to double take with the Greenish Penguins. So I thought it was in. Ah, oh. yeah, but generally I watched it and I like watched it as it happened, and I just assumed as the keeper went down, it looked like Greenish just flicked mm. over the top of him. Well, when I watched the highlights, bar, but the bounce, the fucking come away off the bar, boy, that bounce went straight over him. I didn't realise they'd had a penalty, so when I watched the highlights, I was like, I, I thought it was two 0 Yeah, mental. Yeah, it was a bad penalty though. They've missed both He's gone for too much power. And two pens missed them both. He's gone for too much power. Mm. Why is your striker not taking it? Especially when he needs a goal. Mm. Wesley needs a goal. Was Wesley still on that really point? Dish. Yeah. Because he, he, to be fair, he had an opportunity where he should have scored he as well. He missed a penalty early in the season, didn't he? He uh, smashed one inside netting. Wesley. Yeah. Very That's the one he should have scored. Yeah, because he missed one against Norwich, didn't he? That's right, yeah. Yeah, but no, good win for Sheffield United and they're... Yeah, it's good. They're keeping up. Worrying for Villa though, and I agree. I think the manager's not as good as the squad. Yeah, I think there's definitely yeah. a higher potential for that squad. Yeah. Not that the manager's bad, but just not. Interesting, they benched um oh the lad on him from City. Is it Louise? Louise, yeah. I don't think he plays that much. Henri Lansbury. Oh, Arsenal legend. Mm. Arsenal under twenty one legend, don't they? A guy <laughs> who very much knows his level, like when he was at like with Forest, their yeah. best player, but he's very much the best player in the championship than yeah. he is anything else. Yeah. But, hey, some people are. Do Sheffield United get Europa League football? No. Sheffield United mm. will finish no. ninth. I generally think January, February and March are the hardest months of the Premier League. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sheffield United will finish... Well, it's the Christmas period with the, the multiple games yeah. and the squad... They've got an alright size squad. It's the after quality. that. See, I think you'll do. A, I think you can do alright in December. I know what you mean because of the frequency of the games, but I think you can do okay in December. I generally do feel like the better teams, you see them still perform. As I say, end of Jan, February, March. Yeah, because you get the repercussions of the busy period yeah. in December. I think they'll finish ninth, and I think that's a very, very, very good. Oh, amazing! Amazing for them. I think. I mean, we'll obviously do our pre-season predictions at the end of the season, but. I comfortably had them going down. <laughs> I don't think, however, Wilder is there next season. Why not? I do. I feel like Wilder, Wilder will get a bigger job. Yeah, you do. Mm. And I could see it being maybe West Ham. Yeah, but the, I think it'd be silly to. Well, mm. good to go on to West Ham because, yes, well, they did win. They were not very good. Yeah. I... Honestly, thought it finished two 0 because when I was leaving to go out, oh, the Antonio goal, it was two 0 When I finished watching match of the day, it was one 0 Confusing. 
And I, I understand the handball, but it would annoy me if I was a handball. He has progressed the ball forwards in his attacking yeah. movement. Yeah, but he is just, he is yeah. genuinely just, he is like a rhino, it's, isn't he? It, it, uh, it's brilliant, I think. I quite like... But it'll be injured in a couple of weeks. I really like the... I know it's controversial. I like the rule of handball because I feel like it's there's clarity with it. Like, yeah, it's definitive. Well, if it does your hand, it's a handball. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I like it for the attacking sense of it. If it's, I don't necessarily agree with the defensive side of things because that's still open to interpretation. But the, the offensive side is very much like it's handball. Yeah. And I think that's how it should be. It's very like clear no yeah. one's a, and no one argues with it if you notice yeah well the thing is because VAR comes in now it, does, it has taken away this no you've got it wrong trust me you've got it wrong how yeah but even recently with things on VAR Pete how many times have you seen pundits argue it back whereas with with the handballs they're like no it's handball yeah, yeah that's what it is now it's handball yeah it's clear and they all state that well by the book or by the rule it is handball yeah which is it's good yeah but um, it, it did finish 1-0 to West Ham. Yeah, so goals the were the only goal. Yeah, left, uh, swept home a left-footed, what, half volley? Yeah. He it off the post. Yeah. And that's his first goal in 800 games, I think. I think one of West Ham's, West Ham's only good bit of play, but it was a good bit of football up build up to the to The, the uh, West Ham striker curse has well and truly hit Haller in the face. <laughs> yeah, because he got a mental record. Yeah, 20 last season. In like 24 games or yeah, something like that? crazy. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But I think that's the first ever time I've seen Pellegrini off the bench. Yeah. But they weren't... I can, they, I can remember. They weren't very good and Haller wasn't the best striker in the game. Danny Ings. Mm. Do we think Unlucky. that Pellegrini is going to cling on for a while because I think he's going to lose like two in a row then win one or I don't. one and then cling... And, like, I, and what makes me laugh even more is that West Ham fans, I feel, clearly are at the point where they want Brid. Sure. Because he keeps winning every so often. I don't think Pellegrini's a bad manager, but I can't. No. I don't see two entities that I think fit less than West Ham and Manuel Pellegrini. I don't understand why you just let him have one more game, that. one more game, one more game, when you know inevitably you are going to sack him. They, the only, my only thought is they must be looking for someone now. In the same way that, like, I don't know, some clubs have their own, like, mantra behind the scenes and it's very much seen that West Ham are a club filled with passion and like a little bit extra yeah. sort of thing and that's Bubbles. completely the opposite of Manuel Pellegrini like I, I genuinely don't think you yeah. ever see him anything other than as like moderately happy he's a thinker right yeah if Duncan Ferguson took over that role uh, on a temporary basis, West Ham fans would be going. That that's like for six games. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. for Dunk, the big thing is he just loves Everton, doesn't he? But with uh, so much more invested, it was like that with Slavin Bilic. Again, yeah. not an amazing manager, but very passionate. Hence yeah. why they clicked so well for a period of yeah. time. I just don't think Pellegrini West Ham's the right fit. I don't think he's I a agree. bad coach. I just don't think it's the right fit. Yeah, I agree. She's just getting old now. I don't know how you can have a long-term plan with someone that's. 104 years old. I don't get it. You you are there to either be sacked very quickly or you're there to just hold the fort until I they feel get like he want. was there to get into to Europe of some state sort, whether that be Europa yeah. League, and I, I think agree, he yeah. would have moved over. I just don't... Yes, I agree they've got a good squad on paper, but I don't think they've got a European-levelled 
I think they've got a Europa League level Not front within. four. Mm. Who's their striker? Haller. Haller. Felipe Anderson. Fournells. What's frustrating is, right, Fournells is, is the best out of that because he's talented and he actually plays well. Felipe Anderson is the most talented out of all of them. Yeah. Barely you ever see him because he rarely ever turns it on. Haller, not convinced. Um, I know you guys love Yarmolenko. Again, I'm not convinced. He's a guy that's clearly got some flair to him and some talent, but to make it and be a consistently good Premier League player, I don't think he's got that. Yeah. I, I think one of his biggest limitations as well is what you want, but the guy literally has one foot. Yeah. Well, well, during the game, I think West Ham weren't great, but they had the large amount of the attack in play right up until probably about the 70th minute. Who's sorry, West Ham? West Ham, yeah. Oh, see, I thought, I, I thought Southampton looked more... After that, potent. Southampton. Southampton come into the game when they conceded, which is quite often what happens at Southampton, I feel yeah. like, at the minute. And then West Ham were holding on. I mean, you alluded to Danny yes. Ings having the chance bar, at the bar. Post. Then yeah. he scored an absolute worldie. I don't no, that was, realise how good no, that finish that was. was. Um, what's his name? That You say he's a one-trick pony. Will Prowse. Oh, was that Will Prowse that hit that? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Ings. It was an absolutely sensational hit. It was right, though. The referee was right to... He was waiting for the for the advantage to be given... For the, to, he's trying to find the advantage to keep the game flowing. But it wasn't to be, so he, he did draw it back for the foul. So I can't understand why it was stopped. But, yeah, they really had to hold on for dear life. Um, Southampton continued to press and press and press. What do you think about That's VAR it. being shown on the screens? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I think this shows you what's wrong with Southampton, right? That's a, not a very good West Ham team when they've lost 1-0. Mm. Yeah. It's bleak for Southampton. I, don't, I generally don't see them. Like, I know you they guys think the they're going to stay up, but I generally do worry about them. And I, I'm not so sure when Harsten Hootl as I was. I generally thought he was a good, solid coach. I'm not so sure now. Yeah, I don't think, it, again, I don't think he's a long-term uh, manager for them. I think eventually they do get rid of him. However, I do think they have enough to stay up. I think maybe he'll get one more season if they do stay up. If they go down, he's gone. So I think they've got a good 11 by the centre half, so I think uh, they need investment. Small. They do need investment big time. But outside of that, they've got no depth. Considering they've been this selling club for so long to raise funds and continue with that business model, they haven't really had anyone yeah. come And the through. academy doesn't work at Southampton anymore either. No, well, yeah. Where it used to. They'd have a player every season come out of there now. They haven't had one in forever. They wouldn't have MK Dons on loan. <laughs> right. But yeah, we'll move on anyway. United won, Everton won. At Old Trafford. More points dropped for us. I say us, for United. Or rescued, you might say. Well, well my boy. Greenwood coming on. My boy. Good, well, a good but fortuitous finish. Lovely stuff. Going through the legs of. I can't think who it was now. He's brilliant. But um, yeah, still good. He's done it twice in the week as well. I know granted the level that playing against and stuff, but I think he's unbelievable. I think he's so, so good. I think it's a tale of another striker though, Moise Ken. Yeah, I don't... (sighs) Very odd that he came on... His defence of what he's done. Was then subbed, but then when he came off, didn't get any acknowledgement from Big Dunk. And yeah, he claims that it was just for wasting yeah. time. 
Yeah. But you brought true. another striker on. I think, think I really can bad. smell something there. It's really, really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, thankfully Everton have thought of the podcast and they've uh, made an appointment for against the game. I, I think they made, it's not official yet. Well, they've got... It's pretty much done, yeah. Um, um, a, f- a formal offer has been considered been put on strongly the table. considered. Yeah, to me, it's just... Until it's actually come out, it's not. Big Carlo. Just because Sky Sources or... What is it they say now? Carlo Ancelotti has reached an agreement in principle to become the next Everton manager. According to? According to Sky Sports News. Yeah, but <laughs> according to... Well, Sky Sports News understands. Um, yeah, exactly. You know what that is, don't you, now? That is bad. No. no, no, you know when... No, because he said it's the opposite. Um, but, you know, they used to do the whole uh, Sky Sources, which is basically... Skybet. Phil down the road or something like that. Yeah. They they actually completely replaced Sky Sources with um, Sky Sports Understands. So, maybe, yeah. It's sounding like it's done. I'm trying I to think find it's what's pre- his name. I saw... Is it Romano? Yeah, that's who I'm looking for. Fabrizio Romano yeah. said that it's, it's he's, progressive. He's pretty reliable. Yeah, he's normally spot on. Yeah. He's probably, like the, he's probably the person I, like I listen to the most. Yeah, I like him. Uh, so the last thing he said was an hour ago. Uh, and now Ancelotti is getting closer to Everton. Last details to complete the total agreement. Finished and he's got chequered flags. So that, it's looking likely. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. But what do you think? If he does go in... At the time of recording, it's not completely official, but it's sounding like it is. Do you think it's a good appointment? No. I'm not sure. Rubbish. Um, I think it's a good appointment for Everton. Do I think he's going to necessarily bring him success? Well, it depends what you would call success for Everton. I think he'll have them finish 6th to 8th, and they probably won't win any trophies. But I think pretty from late. the current situation they're in, I think 6th to 8th would be a great success if you said to me you have to have Marco Silva or you have to have Carlo Ancelotti, I would rather I stick pins in my eyes than have Marco Silva because he's. A... I don't think they finished sixth to eighth, however. I finished top yeah. ten, maybe tenth. I know yeah. I'm probably talking about next season. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know what Ancelotti's identity is. Again, really another don't. another side where if you look at their first eleven, it's got genuine quality. Yeah. Yeah. Like got a European basis there. potential better than West Ham so get yeah, yeah, well. financially he'll be backed yeah oh, oh Sherry will um, raid, raid the coffers yeah well I don't know how much the stadium have influence on that well they've got a lot of money yeah. I know but well I know FFP isn't really a thing when it should be but are they really bringing in that much not bringing well no they're not bringing it in They've got Usmanov who've been funding an absolute hatful behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm. So That's very true. Yeah, we'll go back to the game anyway. It's the four thousandth game in a row that United have played had a, a player come out of the academy and be part of the match day squad. Yeah. Nice. So Scott McTominay says he doesn't really agree with it. What do you mean? He says he doesn't really agree with it in principle, always having a youth player on there. Yeah, in the squad because he, he thinks that basically they're not getting a, an involvement as such. Yeah. But they could, I suppose it's a good accolade to have. Oh, yeah, great. It shows, yeah, yeah. yeah. Greenwood scored during it as well, which is good. Something that, and I was watching, and I was watching obviously it's 4,000 games, and obviously the large majority of that is Fergie, but it actually extends beyond him. Mm. 
but only by pure fluke because they asked Ron Atkinson about it and never meant he it. didn't never meant it. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, Lingard should have scored early on though. He missed an absolute success. It should have been 1-0 from the get-go. Literally, I think, 60 or 70 Sorry, seconds. Sorry, you've got Gunboy's full name. Lingard, who's currently having family issues. <laughs> but um, what do you think of the, the De Gea incident then? I think it's harsh if it is given. However, I can see the arguments for it. I think, I and that's not just me being a United I fan. I think it's probably a foul. His arm's going across the face of the keeper. Yeah. I think it's probably. Yeah, I mean, I think in most games that's given as a foul. Yeah, I've seen referee uh, goalkeepers who given fouls. Yeah. Goalkeeper get blown on and it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely fouls for less against keepers. One of the things though that did strike me is throughout the games, the hair. Um, it was uh, a chip ball to the back post and he's like tipped it over, or caught it or something, and he jarred his knee. And you could see for ages that he just wasn't right. And, and even during the jump for that ball for for the incident, he was there was no there was proper lack of confidence there. There was something going on. I do get a sense though that he's slowly coming back. He had those months yeah, where yeah. he was not to Haya. I mean he had some appalling games. Yeah. But I feel like he's he is more more like what we expected for David Haya. I agree. Did either of you seriously enjoy well Tommy probably didn't, but uh how the ball hit Lindelof after because it was like a if it was a sound it would be a dunk yeah. but I thought <laughs> did any of you actually think you could do anything there no no not really no. I, I think I think, I think, if he, I think if he expects it yeah because it doesn't expect yeah, I just, it I, like, for me I think he uh, could swipe it if he expects it yeah it is what it is I mean I didn't say you feel he was at fault I think maybe he could be not facing the goal yeah his, his position <laughs> his position to the ball is wrong yeah. yeah, I think maybe yeah, face not facing the goal. Maybe he should be closer to a defender as well because he's not marking anyone. He's on his own. Mm. Um, maybe, yeah, facing away from he's the at, goal. He's but at the back. He's at the back of that. It's a difficult one. Yeah. Yeah. I think if it's falling anywhere near you, there you are knocking it in. But yeah, I think the only, the only thing can really change to anticipate it in any sort of ways to not be face on towards the goal. But um, one of the interesting things I took from the game, and I don't know if. Um, this will sound like it's being really negative, but I'm not to be, because typically I'm here telling Rashford that he's not good enough. But is the real culprit Martial? He's just been so lazy again. I think he always has been lazy. Because he's never been a workhorse. Uh, yeah, which it, it, that's what makes me question his position, where he should play a lot. Because he's very static. Yeah. And I think I'd rather him be on the left-hand side if he's going to be that static. But... I think Rashford's more effective on the left. I think Martial's still more effective up front than Rashford is. Definitely. Mm. I feel like Rashford arguably misses a lot of chances, but I feel Rashford's mm. playing but better than Martial. I think Ma- Martial's one of the most shots to goal. I think Martial's the most consistent goal scorer in the See, league. I don't think... But like he Martial. hasn't many goals. That's the problem. For me, that front three doesn't work when a defence... When a team's turning up to defend or... Not solely to defend, but when there's no space in behind, that they are electric when there's space in behind. When City, for example, when there's not, it it, it just doesn't work. Yeah, at the minute, especially when we don't have, i.e., a Pogba figure to try and well, when he plays, to try and unlock that. And I don't think that's because Martial's a bad player. I just think that he. I'm not saying he's not a number nine as well, but he doesn't have the the intelligence. Of runs of a number nine, like 
he he's runs. He probably does. He probably does. He doesn't doesn't do it. (laughs) He he doesn't have the mindset of right. Okay, I'm gonna make four runs to make the right run. Yeah, I think when it's when when United are on the back foot and they get a lot of counter attacking options, a lot of that is kind of uh, I don't know, just quick quick thinking as opposed to right the balls here. We've got to maneuver the ball into the, make a clever run to get the ball. Yeah, I think that's the difference. And that if you had a proper number, proper centre forward there, maybe with him it might work. We've got one coming, Pete. I think the interesting thing you saw as well was just how they just lacked midfield as well, United still. Yeah. But still, I think it's, it's easy to say it's, that. I'm going to say that every week until they like us buy someone. Yeah, I, I think that that's been a problem for a while now. I think we're, we're, no, we're still not 100% at the back, but I think we're making the right moves and I'm happy with the business we've done there. Yeah. I, think, um, I think the interesting central midfield is a real problem. Out of curiosity, who was your number nine you said you've got coming? My boy, Mason Greenwood. Oh. But I think the interesting thing with United <laughs> is, is because I generally, Sorry. I don't think Pogba stays in the summer. But yeah, probably, maybe, not, maybe not. So I think you buy two central midfielders. I don't think you get both in January. But I think no, not in January. I, th- but I, th- I don't think Pogba goes in January. I think Pogba stays and he goes at the end of the year. Yeah. But I think what's interesting then is you've got McTominay, who I think is actually quite a good midfielder, but he's yeah. not good enough to be first choice for United. So it gives you the opportunity to use the Pogba money, use some other money, and buy a, two midfielders that complement each other. We know one of them, but you don't. Yeah. And form a good and form um, a good base there. One of them will be Madison. Yeah, I can see that he's going to fit right in with Paul Pogba. Madison will go. Will big be money there, but I just can't. I don't know who the other one is. Yeah, I I, I honestly don't know. I'd love Malinkovic Savic. I see. I don't think that. I don't think it'll be someone necessarily abroad. I think it'll be maybe someone a little bit less. Um, yeah, we need numbers. See, you one. say that we need someone creative. James and we need Madison. I would be surprised if we're going to get Tielemans. No, no, I don't think Tielemans comes to us. No, they'll go get James Madison. Hundred percent. They'll want someone young. They'll much. look at the numbers and go right. Who's created? And because of if he's got his creative numbers and charts is created and stuff like that, and that's what they will analyze and look at. I wouldn't surprise me to see maybe a, a Sancho figure as well in the future, not this in January. Where's mm. um, Pogba go as well? Because I see both PSG. Um, yeah, I don't know. PSG or Madrid? I don't yeah, think he goes think fast. Depends where Zidane is. But yeah, Greenwood. Positions that he gets himself in, along with how bloody clinical he is, he's two-footed, especially for his age. He's Four, unreal. Before we've done this, I think you love Greenwood he's too much. Unreal. He's unreal, I do. Take, take a little day off. I do. Is he going to be in the five-star? That's the question everyone's asking. No. <laughs> he's not. We'll move on, though, before we get to the five-star. Wolves won Tottenham 2. Mourinho has well and truly smashed the away record of losing for months. Yeah, but saying that, if there is any team that Mourinho should be equipped to play against, it is a Portuguese team with Portuguese <laughs> players and a Portuguese manager that plays in a defensive fashion. It was <laughs> They actually got battered though. Yeah. Wolves were really unlucky. Battered, yeah, to be a Wolves were unlucky. But one thing with Tottenham, though, it's so easy to play in between their lines. They're so rigid, it's unbelievable. And in that formation, obviously, that Wolves play, where it's proper, like adaptable to a five and then to a three. If if Wolves had been more clinical, it could have actually it could have been a battering. Yeah, yeah, it really could. Like, I don't think I've seen a game 
well, maybe some recently, but but that Harry Kane just has been so anonymous. I think Patricio had a bad game, and I think if he, yeah, he did, if he was better, I think Wolves win that game. Yeah, I, the first goal I, uh, from Son, I, I don't know. I would have expected him to save it. Yeah, more. So it's yeah. not Son, sorry. Yeah, more. Yeah. I'd expected him to save that. Yeah, it was, I get, I get, it was powerful and it was driven yeah, well at him, but it's he's, he's very close to his hands. Yeah. So no, And then his kicking was terrible. The amount of times he was just kicking it straight to the opposition, it wasn't high, it was just direct, straight to the defenders. It wasn't uh, even reaching the halfway line. Obviously, the, the goal from uh, Troy Ray was a bit of a rocket. But did you notice, like, Spurs literally didn't know what to do with him? He's, he's, he's so good at what he does. He's a bit... Uh, oh, he's not even a one-trick pony anymore. They literally resorted. Have you seen his thighs? Yeah, he's, oh, he generally God. is half-horse. He's ridiculous. resorted to throwing him to the floor, to kicking him. It was... But, like, honestly, some of the challenges made... I saw the Harry Kane one. That was, was, was honestly disgusting. And yeah. do you know what, what really bugs me, and I'll come on to it more, and the other game I think is more the facts now that you can go into a challenge knowing you're never going to get the ball and it, it's just going to get you a yellow card well that's been a thing for a while though but for years. like it's if, to me if you do it's not it's a tactical ball, foul yeah it? but if you do not get if you're not going to get the ball or you're not, and you know you're not getting the ball it's got to be more yeah but you can't you, no, I don't, you can I always get a red for that yeah I no I'm not saying it's a red Necessarily, but I just think like an that, orange. Okay, we'll come on to that. <laughs> yeah. But um, Pete introducing new laws to the game. There's something, uh, but it kills football. Tactical fouls have been around for years. It kill, and years uh, yeah, and years. But, but just recently, I think the bit where I can understand, teams, but they're better at it. There I are agree. teams now that do it so much, and yeah. I think it's it. Do you know what it is? It's like a. But if if your team's doing it, are you complaining? If if they're doing it as much as some of the teams are doing now, yeah, I don't want to see it. Uh, mm. I don't want to see it. I think it's a, I think it's a continental thing. I think you see it a lot more in other leagues, and I just think I, yeah, but teams like, that are better at doing it now, you notice it because they are doing it more because they're getting better and better at it. It's frustrating not, to be on the receiving end and stuff like that. And it's not even just frustrating to be on the receiving. It, it kills the game, and I know as as maybe as a fan of that team, you're like, mm, yeah, great, mm. but it is shit. Yeah, you say that, but I was watching Soccer Box and um, Wayne and Rooney was talking about this. And he was saying, though, but like some, sometimes you've got to do it. And that's the way that they see it. Sometimes you've got to do it. Yeah. yeah but I I, I, the thing is, we, we, we're discussing, we, we're talking about this now, it actually goes against Tottenham and they lose because of it. And Not because of it, well, because, but... I also think that it, you, you can foul someone... Sorry, without, not lose, sorry. You, you can foul someone without um, doing what they do like a lot of these times because a lot of it now it's not like okay I'm just going to tug your shirt back it's like I'm going to kick the shit out of you so I think it actually goes on less than it used to I think it's now just because of VAR and because of other coverage I'll, and stuff like that it's, it's I'll touch it in when we move on to the Arsenal game I'll tell you how many fouls one of those teams made in the, in one game and you'll be and mental absolutely mental Mm. But do you not think that, that team that does it is the best at doing it? I think there's two. I think there's actually three teams that do it very well in the league. Yeah, I think they are one. That two of them are. Two of them are definitely higher up the league. Yeah. Well, Wolves should have won comfortably. As I said, not Patricio's best day, um, but it was it was a bad goal to 
lose the game to. What what a tactical decision from Mourinho, by the way. Ericsson coming what on. Is, yeah, it's, it's puts strange. a free kick in, wins the... It, it literally, the first thing he does is a free kick. He, right? brought, he brought him on for the free kick. Yeah, free kick, wins a corner, takes the corner. But, oh my God, the defending for the corner. I think Vertonghen could have brought it down, chest it down, had a little sit down, a little cup of tea, and then finished it. It was completely unmarked. There wasn't a man around him for five yards. Well, that's not what you'd expect from him. And um, he's headed it wolves, though, for me. soft into the corner. It is at the moment. It isn't usually, but it is just recently because their defence is in tatters at the moment. Mm. I think. I think they need. I generally feel they need a centre half. Yeah, I think. Well, I think they need two. To be honest. Yeah, they need they're, depth, don't they? They played really well on the day, though, and it. I think they're unlucky. Jota is absolutely on flames at the moment. Yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah, to be fair, he should have scored though. Yeah, he should have, but he's just crazy. So much. him and Jimenez together, there's so they're, they're such a joy to watch. Sometimes we obviously had Bully on a few weeks ago for the Wolf special, and um, we were talking about Matinho. And since that conversation about the importance of what he does, I have actually noticed it quite a lot more. And he was really good as well. He was actually really good at winning the ball back, which I thought was quite yeah, strange. I thought Neves had actually one of his better games recently. The, all of them, they, they really weren't bad at all. Wolves were they were unlucky, and uh, Molyneux was rocking. Absolutely bouncing, but yeah, very poor goal to concede to drop the points. But as we said, Wolves were unlucky. Talking of uh, poor goals to concede, Arsenal nil, Man City three. Poor goals to concede. I say poor goals. It poor to concede that early on in a game. I want to tell you a story, right? I was actually out for a birthday meal, and we were leaving the restaurant at four fifteen. at which point, getting into the car, we're driving back. Ticks over to four twenty-eight. Start watching it on my phone. I, I make, I turn around to them and say, "By the time we get home, we could be losing 3 0 That's how bad it's going to be today. <laughs> I then Martinelli obviously has an effort. Yeah, straight off. And I'm like, and obviously react like, "Oh, mother-in-law in the background going, oh, did they nearly score? Within two seconds, <laughs> they had." City had scored, and she was like, "What is going on?" And it literally before I got even even got in the door, we were losing. So it literally, <laughs> it was. I didn't see one second of that game where we weren't losing yeah. on the TV. But uh, I know the probably that was Martinelli's best. Well, it was I thought he was good. It was the best of it effort. But yeah, he was one of the um, few bright sparks. His sprinting. Ah, oh, it's unsilly, but number of sprints per game. His when he does that, it does have an influence on how well we play. It's so important he's that he's that is busy. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think in the same way that Tom was obviously um, bringing up Greenwood, they're both very special talents. Yeah. Very, very special. I think he's... I'd be surprised if by the age of 24 he's still at Arsenal and he's not a big, big, big club. I, I did liked, start to think that already. And I like to Martial. We had Lacquer on the bench who looked... Uh, decidedly displeased to be there sunk into his seat not Freddie really said after though didn't he he said they can't play both of them because it's like it unbalances the team and if I'm honest I tend to agree I don't think you can play both of them especially in a big game because what what are you going to do put put your your world class forward on the wing but I don't think he had a very good game no but what did he have to what did he have yeah to no do? I get that but what sometimes I do feel that Lacquer is better at I don't know, working himself into a game than Orba. If Orba's on fire and it's going well, and then yeah, but he's far better I than Aka. Definitely but agree, but the last, 
I would say. Yeah, Orlando's month, been well off it. He has been well behind. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Um, so I think, and to and be the, fair, Aubameyang, I think, has actually started to play really well. Yeah. Um, he was under the radar good against West Ham. Yeah. I think his first half was poor, but everyone played poor in the first half. People picked out like how good, obviously, Martinelli and Pepe were. But I think Aubameyang was... He comes yeah, alive in the box. I don't really think Pepe... Yeah, I thought Pepe was okay. I don't, yeah, I, I'm I don't, really frustrated. I mean, I texted you two the, in the week, the, after the game, sorry, for the week. Um, he gives the ball away so much. He's think, that kind of guy. I, I think kind of so player. much. What, one thing I will say with that, though, is A, he's a, that kind of player that will He's a risk-reward player, yeah. But also... B, he hasn't got a fullback to play with him. So he's constantly put into positions where it's just him. Yeah. It's it, not there's no overlap. But it's like they try to have a fullback that the, can cleverly mm. utilise Pepe. Boy, do you make each of the other one a weapon? Like Pepe yeah. is so if you have a good fullback, oh, yeah. Pepe makes them better and the fullback in turn makes Pepe better. I'm not I'm, like, I'm in no way sort of taken away what how good I think Pepe is because I'm I'm on the same sort of terms as you guys. I think he he will come good, but I think this is one of these things I think he needs to iron out a little bit because it feels like nine times out of ten. I don't think one time it comes off, nine times he's given the ball yeah. away. I don't necessarily know if he will come good at Arsenal, but I know he's a good player. I don't mm. but, but I just don't signs know. there. See I think yeah. it's harsh because I I, I I wouldn't go as far to say as he hasn't come good. Because the last couple of games I thought he's been very good. Yeah, you look at him and he's not bad. Yeah, that's the thing. I thought he was brilliant. I just think people down. expect because of his price, which was obviously inflated anyway, that you were going to get someone that was going to come and what's difficult with a player like that is if he's doing his job which is to get a ball get the ball really beat a man get a ball into the box maybe get a goal maybe get an assist you did both of that against West Ham yeah yeah he did everything against West Ham on that that basis but a player like that can only be as good as what's performing around him and he's not Ronaldo he's not going to win a game on his own but Equally, there's a midfield that's just not functioning next to him. There's a, a fullback that's not a fullback, and I feel like he he's yeah. kind of been isolated slightly. We've got real troubles with fullback. Massive yeah, troubles. We've got the, so they're both out. Tierney and Bellerin. Bellerin's to, at, Bellerin yeah. might be back um, for Everton. Tierney is out and for three months. Yeah. Kolasinac, they say it might be ligament damage. To be fair, that, that looks. Mm. That was disgusting. And it's not a challenge that he meant to injure him. Once again, what I was saying earlier, it was a challenge that he had no chance of getting the ball. Mm. It was... It, they were so... City was so cynical with their fouls. They made 24 fouls in the game. To be fair, I thought... To, it was to, to take a picture... No, no, to take a picture, this season they've made 168. They made 24 in one. Yeah. Mm. And every single one of them... And to be fair, tactically, from Pep's point of view, and you could see it was definitely something they've worked on because they know that Arsenal are very much a transitional side. And every time they got into a, a, a kind of uh, a break as such or into a little bit of space between the midfield and the, and the defence, they just they just cleaned them out, whatever they, they would do. I mean, I was surprised yeah. that... Well, I was surprised that we had so much of the ball. Well, yeah, well, I don't think they needed... To be honest, yeah. I know they didn't need to. They just cause they, they, they just waited for a mistake, and they were clinical when they got it. Talking of clinical, that first goal from the Royner yeah. to keep that ball down, that is a lot harder than what he's made it look. Yeah, he's run of the part that day. The finish was brilliant, but every single goal 
is not just avoidable like once, it's like avoidable like four times before it goes in the net. But my word, what a, f- what a finish it, like, for the first so goal. It's so, so good. I think there was, I'm not sure if it was the second goal where it was literally two City attackers versus five Arsenal defenders and they still scored. I think. You're talking about the second I, De Bruyne goal? No, the second. Oh, the Silver, the, the Sterling, the Sterling goal. goal, when yeah. it was a tap in. So not only have they gone 2v5, they've also scored a tap in in the area. Yeah, like positionally, I think for a long time now, Arsenal have had defensive problems. Well, Arsenal need a centre back, but I just don't know who you get. That's what I yeah, ask. I, I, who did you get? I don't even. Do you know what, right? And I, I don't think that this defence is anywhere near good enough. But I think this defence looks a lot better with shape in front of it, like with a midfield that actually knows kind of what it's doing. Because too many times, like that, what that all the best teams have, they have a midfielder that sits, holds the shape and then you have two shuttlers whereas Torreira wanders, he doesn't sit in front of the back four and to be honest he's not good enough to receive the ball in front of the back four and Guendouzi does exactly the same he's very much a, a box to box as opposed to someone who sits Yeah. so like for the sit, for this game I, I, I think probably five to ten times I audibly went Sterling De Bruyne where between the midfield and the defense and the back four, there was just a, was I've a said, trench. I've said it a million times. Like when Doozy Torreira is a pivot, is just yeah, you can't, can't, yeah, I agree. You have but to even, have one of them with Jacques even with Jacker there. But I know he couldn't have played. It, no, but even with Jacker there, I still think the yeah. same happens. They're better with Jacker in there, though. They are, but I don't think that makes much difference. It's it, that defense gets so much more exposed by not having the unit in front of it. Yeah. If if you were to have, I mean, you probably you might disagree on the player as an individual, but if you were to have a Jorginho in there, I do agree with Pete. I think there is a, we know someone's going to be there all the time, A for protection, B to carry the ball, C to for the transition between attack uh, defence to attack and stuff. However, when you've got two or three centre-backs, whatever formation you're playing, that are that positionally unaware... Yeah. you're going to have problems. Um, I mean, I, 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 I could probably go back through podcast episodes and count, and need two hours to count the amount of times I've gone David Luiz's positioning. I think the issue is, though, is that or I just don't, another think, defender. I don't think the quality is there. Like, I think it's up to Pete. Pete, who's our best centre midfielder? <laughs> like, who is our best centre midfielder? I think Guendouzi. Do you think Guendouzi? I, I think, I think, I think I he has the most play with potential, but I don't think he's our best centre midfielder. I, I, no. I massively rate Guendouzi. I think he's I so think good. I think Guendouzi is very good. Like, but I don't know. I don't think he needs someone next to him. I don't him use him as like an example, but I don't think a Jorginho type player would help us because I think he's very much like what Xhaka does. Yeah. But I think, oh, I think, I think someone, he's so much better than Xhaka. I on think the ball, and he picks the, the ball up. If if Rodri plays with our defence, then I think our defence looks significantly better than what it was. Just someone who's who can get from left to right. Break up like a Declan Rice, who's and I'm not. I don't necessarily rate, but someone who's positionally aware enough to sit, because I think our centre backs. We say about our centre backs' position, but I think their position is down a lot to the fact that they're exposed one v one so much that they're pulled out of position. See, I think if you get someone in there that can dictate, it calms it down massively, and I think there's there's such there's so. It's very erratic at the minute. At the minute, but I don't. It's not so much the dictator. Get the, the ball player. and go right. Okay. It, 
for me. Start again. It's not the dictate like what play. Like, it's, it's the, like what Carrot kind of did. It's the um, it's the, the preventing the transitions. Yeah, no, it's, I agree. I think it's the latter. I think it's present. Because it, as soon as we position. lose the ball in the other half, we've got no one there to to. Because a lot of teams, like a lot of the good teams now, if they lose the ball in the attacking third, they either make a foul or well, they have a player good. mopping up. See, Whereas, I think Gunduzi can do that. Yeah, but Gunduzi isn't positionally aware at the moment. Gunduzi pushes, yeah. he tries to drive the, the team The amount of on. goals you'll see, and uh, I know it's a bit, and it was a lot more earlier on than it is now, but there were a lot of goals that were Gwenduzi's fault inadvertently because he lost concentration. Yeah, because he's got... he wasn't in the right But he's young. Right yeah, yeah no, he's, he's not, that's nothing on him as a player. Yeah. But I feel like... But surely is that not Torreira? I mean, I think Gwenduzi would be better at it. But surely Torreira is that not Torreira's role? He pushes yeah. forward. But that's because yeah. I don't think you have someone that's physically always sat in there. No, so they're, they're in between jobs all the and time. And that's what I mean. If, but but the kind of player I feel like we need is someone that's more yeah. athletic. I agree with you. I don't think Torreira is a defensive midfielder. No. So you're saying Ndidi, for example? Yeah, someone like that. Someone I, don't think, I think Rodri and Ndidi are very different players. Yeah, but I feel like both of them would do the job. I'd also think someone like Fabinho. Someone who is... Yes, yeah, Fabinho, but I, I put Fabinho in the Jorginho bracket. Nah. Fabinho is... In the much, way he, he goes, he gets the ball when he starts play. Yeah, but he also wins the ball. And I think that's what we miss. We miss someone who who wins the ball, yeah. tidies up. Um, I, just, I just think that... I just think that there is a opportunity... Because you're going to play a three or a two, aren't you? Realistically, depending well, yeah, on what and, you play at the back. But, and, and one of the things that... I know, obviously, he's a great player and what he does can be can affect the game massively, but games like this, you can't carry Ozil. Yeah. Because because I, don't think, I don't think you have to carry Ozil if you just if the quality is better. I just think that we lack real quality in there. And I agree. I think you can't have Ozil if you have those other two midfielders. Not because of Ozil, but, but because of the other two. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll go on to the game. So one thing I did want to point out was during, and it was pointed out in match today actually, um, during the for the uh, second De Bruyne goal. What's going on with the substitution? Oh, he's not ready. Kolasinac should... I don't think, to be fair, I don't think it's... A, he had about, I think it was six layers on, something like that, five layers of clothing. Well, I don't think and it's B, fair. And B, he was just like, stood around. I don't think it's fair to, to point the finger at him. I think the, the finger should have been pointed at Kolasinac and he should have had a little bit more aware about himself to say, right, and the, and the physio, to be fair, yeah. say, stay down. Yeah, it can come from multiple places. Stay, yeah. stay down, don't be... Getting up until this, at least this guy's ready. Yeah. Because not ev- in the first half, not everyone's going to have their everything ready. It just right. showed, and it's it's it showed why Arsenal need to get Andrew in, just because of the disorganisation of it all. But yeah. I feel Everywhere. like just lack direction. I feel very like for, for, I feel really bad for Freddie because essentially mm-hmm. at the moment well, he's got he's, the coaching staff. He's got either. no That's coaching I mean. staff. Yeah. He's got the head of youth development as his assistant manager. Yeah. And who's not a coach. Some, someone I'm not. also noticed at half-time, yeah. who was warming the players up at half-time? It was the goalkeeper coach, wasn't it? What's his name? The club doctor. That was it. The club doctor yeah, was mental. putting our players through their warm-up. Yeah. Uh, mental. I mean, yeah. it hasn't he pretty much come out and said that, yeah, the club needs to make a decision now. I think he's been pushing for staff and they've promised him staff, but I think the what's been going on behind the scenes to get the manager, I think it's... They don't want to bring staff in because they want the new managers to bring staff in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's it's almost very public. I mean, we'll go into the, the managerial situation in a second, but I think it's very much public knowledge that there will be a new manager sooner rather than later. Yeah. Probably, well, I think within the next thirty six hours we'll have a 
Uh, yeah, I, I agree. But It'll I be think, a place for Everton. I think that there's a real risk factor now if you don't go and do it in the next 36 hours. I think maybe results have said have, have come to fruition, but Freddie is out. And I'm not blaming him because he's been thrown into this without any preparation. I think Freddie will stay. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he'll go back to his role or a similar role. But I think he's, team coach. he's out of his depth currently. Yeah, I think he'll be manager well, assistant first team coach. Yeah, I think he'll stay. Keep the role he's got. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or he had. But it wasn't just that. Like the I know going back to these defensive issues was. I also think I don't know if you noticed the the centre backs. What there's this this horrible tendency that they they back off. None of them yeah. want to make Lack a challenge. They it's like they. They they will take two yards rather than go to the man. Yeah. And I, like for instance, the Luis first goal, Fernandinho ran through the midfield. Jesus turned, didn't get anywhere near, and then obviously De Bruyne managed just, just smashed it in. Same for the next goal. No one made the foul. No, or no one even attempted to make a tackle. Yeah. Third goal. No one tries to make a tackle again. People are literally walking through. I saw Torreira half the game just jogging. There's an attitude problem, I think, and that's the core at the moment. So, at current time of recording, there's obviously been things come out in the press saying that there's been Arsenal representatives caught coming out of... Is it his house? Arteta's house, Out, yeah. out of Arteta's Manchester house. Manchester Mansion. Was and there's a, a, a rumoured internal discussion being had between City and Arteta and his camp. And it's looking likely, would you agree? Ornstein's come out and said, I think they're looking for about a million pounds for, for, as a oh, compensation. Yeah. And for Arteta to the last, From what he also said, it's the last meeting. It, the initial meeting was with Raul. What I'd say is, if Arteta's watched that from the sidelines and he's still coming, big fucking cojones. <laughs> yeah. Massive. <laughs> yeah. It's ironic as well that literally it is, that's so who they He's last. watched that. And he still thought, do you know what? I might be able to fix it. Yeah. Well, if the the only way he's going to be able to fix it is if they back him. Which I think to, you will. They'll have to massively back him. It's just where the money comes from, I think, becomes the game. Um, <laughs> well, I think one of, the, one of his first How many tasks... How many can you have in your books is the question. No, but one of his first tasks should be... Attitude. Yeah, and how can... And, and to, to be honest, I don't think he'll take any shit. I was going to say, he's... Good. He's always, he was like that at the club when he was with us. He's... um. I don't really care if you like me or not. Yeah. Which is weird because I never knew that until obviously you guys had told me. And I, he didn't strike me as that type of figure, but if from what I he, read and what I see, he is one of those people that are behind the scenes and they are like, I don't take no shit. He has a big relationship with Mertzacker as well. Very, very big relationship with Yeah, it's better. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good in itself. I think there's a there's a, a requirement at the club now to have a, a, some more... some. Maybe familiar faces. Though. I'm not entirely convinced of Mursaka because there's a lot of outside interest that he pursues whilst being in quite an important role. I think, to be fair, I, but, from what, what he's done since he's been in his job, I actually quite like it because he's tackled more of the mental side of the players. And I think, from a youth perspective, I think that's massive. There's so many players that come through that have all the skill in the world. We, well, certainly, we've had loads, yeah. but they haven't had the mentality for it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, well... It'll be interesting. Is Arteta the best man for the job? Well... I don't know. Is he the best? It's probably available. One of, but I'm not convinced that he oh. is the right profile. But I'll be honest with you, if you said to me, 
wire down a bit of paper what exactly we need. There's a lot of uh, there was a lot of murmurs that Poch was the number one target. I don't, I don't know. I'd get the the negative and positive football and stuff, but if you want someone to come in there, not take any shit, ruffle some feathers, don't get some big sound. No, Allegri. No. It'll cost you money. I yeah, get that. He, I don't is, think Allegri is the one that will come in and ruffle. He literally feathers. plays the formation no. you play currently. The, the problem we had with he uh, play any formation, Allegri. Allegri was, I think, the initial interview. He didn't speak any English. He, he, he was obliged he, to have yeah, the job. Yeah, he upset a lot. He's of people. learning English. He upset a lot of people upstairs, and he doesn't want the job until the a job until the summer. So, plus one of the biggest criticisms of <coughs> is that you don't play a distinct style. Well, he did play a distinct style. You can mark what it was. Allegri has never played a distinct style. No, he has a look at what he's got. He has a look at who he's playing, and he changes it week by week. He did that at Juve with the best squad in the league. So if he's got yeah, and they and bopped it. <laughs> I mean. Of all, to be fair, Arteta, I mean, we should probably listen to the endorsements he's had recently and previously. So he's had Arsene Wenger say he's going to be a manager. He's had Pep say he's going to be a good manager. He's had Poch say he's going to be a great manager. I mean, I think endorsements aren't in short. You have to do, I'm not saying it'll be bad, it'll be good. I honestly, in the same same way how he says, I really don't know how he will end up. However, you have to take, keep into account that he's never managed a yeah. professional football match. I mean, yeah, I suppose there's examples for both, right? Like um, you look at someone like Lampard, who again had no experience and he seems to be yeah doing okay. Well, so but far it's weird to me. It just seems like this is the flavour of the month is to give it to thing is though, ex-players, romantic links and stuff. It is yeah, weird. But, I mean, if that goes back ages, how did Pep get his first role? Yeah, I know, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's, it's I dangerous think waters comparing It's them. difficult <laughs> because there's not a lot of... Football's forever changing and we're always looking for... I think like like Poch, when Poch yeah. turned up, like who who wanted Poch? What, no what, one. what most baffles me though is, let's say for instance, Brendan Rodgers has just signed a new deal and his buyout is 15 million. Now I'm not saying Brendan wants to come, but really 15 million... If I bought a backup left back for fifteen million, you'd call it a bargain. Mm. So well, why yeah, are you they not prepared to do it for a manager? Managers aren't valued as high. Yeah, as but I, I don't see why not. I don't Mainly understand why. They, I, I not, agree. There's, there's not the sell on from them. Yeah. That's the difference, isn't it? Because yeah. like you can go and buy a. But I don't think you should be worried about. The yeah, but I, I I think that Brendan Rodgers does a good job at you, and I think that fifteen million, you'd get your return but, for that. But you know what it is, yeah. don't you? You, you, you go and buy money alone. A twenty-year-old forward, and you spend twenty million on him. Probably in five years, you, you're probably going to make a ten million profit on that. I just think, think you get Rogers in. I think you get top four. What I would like to know is how much of an influence Rogers had on the signings Leicester made. And if I he said if, if he had a lot, then they I mean, let's be, let's be serious. Look at the the signings that Leicester were making before Brennan Rogers was there. And yeah, of course. That that their recruitment is very good. I don't think that has anything to do with Rodgers. I think Rodgers has just come in and motivated him very well. Yeah, I think he's a great coach, Rodgers, as well. So, right? Yeah. And what I do like about, I should hate, about hate Rodgers is you get both. You do get a very good coach and you get a good manager, and they're two very different things. I don't think you get that that often as a parent anymore, which is probably Tim a great read to I should hate him for his Liverpool and Celtic ties. However, I, I just think he's good. I think he's been successful wherever he's gone. 
I know I granted he's come into teams that have already been built a little bit for him in a way, but yeah, he's with the teams that are very good already, as in like the yeah, like yeah. you said, the team that is actually there yeah. and it just needs shaping. Whereas I don't think he could come into Arsenal and but other than defence, you're not far midfield off midfield defence, centre midfield, mm-hmm. and it's also a massive. There's some there's a, there's massive mental issues that need to be resolved there. Yeah. Massive mental issues. Which is why I feel for someone coming in not in the summer, I kind of feel Brendan like Rodgers would come in the summer. Yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah. It, it sounds like it's going to be Arteta. Out of 10, how happy would you say you are with that? How are we? Seven. Yeah, I don't think that... If it wasn't Poch, that was what I wanted, so... Poch would be only a seven and a half. I'm not thrilled about Poch. I'd probably... In the situation we are now, I would probably go as far to say if, if my number one pick was a 10, I'd be saying 9. I'd say my number one realistic pick is an 8, and that is uh, Alex's coach, 10. Uh, what is his name? Hank 10's Hard. It's not Nagelsmann anymore. No, I think I'd rather have Alex's coach. I generally, I just I love him. I think, well, I don't love him, but I just love the way his teams play. But I don't know if that's because he's got Ajax kids that have played the Ajax way since they were six. Exactly. But that's, that's my... Um, I'd be willing to get... Plus, I do like the way he approaches things in the media as well. He's, I mean, we're talking about realistic signings. If I would have had was by an absolute blink of, blink of an eye. He, he was the one. But I mean, yeah. I think getting someone like Arteta, you don't know what he's going like, to... What he's going to bring. He, yeah. could be, he could be the next big manager. But yeah, and I was in 10k of my eights. And then I suppose if you said to me, I could go and get Pep, it'd be a 10. But I don't think he's going to fancy it. He's doing the right thing. <laughs> right, we're going to move on nice and quickly. It's five stars time. You've got to fucking die to get three points. If we're going to go fucking promotion, can't I just keep fucking, I'm sorry. Who's it going to be next fucking week? Have we got any funny formations? I have. I ain't got any defenders. No. <laughs> you have to have a defender. Surely you've got to have oh. a defender. I looked through every game and not one was worth it. I admit, they didn't stand out, but you got to have a defender. Nope. Well, I had a defender, and then again, they didn't stand out, but he made a worldly last-ditch challenge. Two of them, actually. See, you say you've Soyonku, got... So you got Leicester. So you have a defender because he made one challenge. Two yeah. challenges. Well, OK, he made two challenges. Nope. Not two very good challenges as well. Look, earned them the point. I don't understand why we haven't done keepers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rush. Ramsdale. Pete. McCarthy. Yes, was very good. Now, I've picked one, probably out of compassion for the performance, and I just thought, poor Leno. <laughs> to be fair, that, that same of the season so far. Yeah, and I yeah, don't really I think, and it's probably me for the game, well, for the two games before, but he was one player that can have the pitch in an Arsenal shirt and go, I was alright. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was decent. That touch onto the post was good, but I just think Ramsdale genuinely is a prick. Earned them three points. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. At Chelsea, with most of their first team out, I thought it was brilliant. Two. Yeah. McCarthy was bloody good though. Was he made some great saves. There was one save in particular yeah. where he, he, he tipped it over. He was high brilliant. on mine. McCarthy had to consider it. Brilliant. So who? Well, who's your defender, Howie? Well, I stuck between two, and I should go for Emerson because I just thought his all-round play was good. I thought he was great. Chelsea, Emerson, and a back. But I've gone for O'Connell. 
at Sheffield. Clean sheet, zinging balls, getting forward, couple of big challenges. Yeah, good game. And it's almost so like it's expected of him now. Flem on my <laughs> I like him. I think he's been really consistent as well. I have a lot of Who's your most defensive midfielder? Lerma. Yes, yeah, great I game. Put Lerma. Yeah, I, I Lerma. Brilliant. Just just kept everything ticking, worked really hard. He's a very good little player. Yeah, no, he did have a good game. Midfielder? How are we? I don't think it's be a shock for anyone. <laughs> De Bruyne. Oh, have we got a full house here? Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> Clean sweep, Kevin De Bruyne's show. Um, we'll move on nice and quick, I think we understand why. And I went for Pete's best mate, Fleck. I thought about it. Brace. I went for Fleck too. Um, special mention for Campwell. But I went for Fleck. Who did you go for? Armand? Oh, not Armand, no. <laughs> <laughs> Try away. How did you have No, I went Fleck. I, 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 it was between Fleck and Lerma, and I just realised how much I hate Fleck. So. <laughs> and lastly, did you have up top? Uh, I went Mo Salah. I thought he was really good. Granted, there's the parts of it which takes out Firmino's gameplay and stuff, but I think it was two good goals. Chance to score a third, but probably should have scored. But weird, it was a no-brainer for me, and the player didn't even score. Antonio. Hmm? Oh, generally, I know it sounds hard, but I know like you guys thought he had a really good game. I thought it was. All, I thought it was all right. I oh, was Salah. Salah, yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. like. Much better performance. Yeah, I, yeah, I think because he's been off the ball until obviously the last two. But again, I didn't think. Yeah. Before, but again, right? I didn't think it was vintage Allah. No, very but, quickly though. Just want to go back to De Bruyne. Best player in the Premier League in that kind of position since Dennis Bergkamp. He's the best player in the Premier League at the minute since Dennis Bergkamp. I feel he is that he he is that of that class. Yeah, he's he's, um, he's unbelievable. Does everything. Define the position. 10. Yeah. For me as well, he doesn't even have to play as a 10. No. You can literally play as a 6. In the six. fact that he, he an makes eight, everyone play better around You can play him as an 8. Yeah, I, I'd say he was. Mm. He played more I as gen- an 8 and he did the 8 no, and 10 wrong. Yeah. You say 10, I generally wouldn't be averse as putting him as a false 9. No, but same with Dennis. Yeah. That's what I mean. False 9, the, 10, the way 8. And he's not... He could easily be a 6 going he's forward. He's not the level say of what the level or quality of what Dennis think, was, but just everything that he does is so smooth and what players class. are in that like, there isn't any mould anyway. He's got everything. There isn't many. That's Tem- what I mean. Temperament's very similar, it's quite yeah. high. Yeah. He's got great temperament. He makes I was like calling him slow the other day and I was like, he's not right. even slow. Someone said he's slow, I was like, he's not slow. He's not yeah. slow. He's just a, he's a he is a bit of a freak. He is. Yeah, he's adjusted his game so many times and he's still been very good. He's player of the week. So what's mad? He's the best player in the league and Chelsea sold him to Werder Bremen. (laughs) (laughs) For like 16 million or something. (laughs) Oh, and Salah, by the way. Jose Mourinho. So who's your five? Run for him. Um, Leno, O'Connell, De Bruyne, Fleck and Salah. Weird, weird five. McCarthy, Lerma, Traore, De Bruyne, Antonio. Mine was Ramsdale, Soyuncu... De Bruyne, Fleck, and Salah. Right. Pratt at the back. What a Pratt! What a Pratt! So this is the part of the show then where we name our Pratt at the back. Knobhead of the week. How, whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to start and go out there with Big Dunk. Oh, he was... Uh, 
he was for me until uh, until today, earlier today when I saw a replay. There's the Moise Keane stuff that's obviously going on, but he's just, I think he's, there was a, a thing in the press recently, I think it would be in sports, and they had um, John Arisa on, and I agreed with what he said. He's trying too hard to be that guy. He's, uh, I mean, I think he's like, he's rustled you a little bit because he's played against United. No, well, but, I mean, he's played against United. I didn't even think of that. He but. was um, a bit of a, yeah, he's a bit of a prick. Yeah. <laughs> I just Talking think, of pricks, Brian Swanson's just come on the screen in front of us. Fuck you, Brian. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> He's no longer on the screen. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen this oh, one before. Um, oh. So, yeah, that's who I went for. Big dunk. See, this is, by the way, before the uh, the pod account tweeted it out. I wanted to save it because I wanted to oh, okay. say it tonight. Um, the uh, Schalke goalkeeper. Yes. Alexander Mull. My God. Now, Wonder Kid, just throwing it out there for all FM users. Well, <laughs> let's just say he nearly killed someone on I'm, the I'm, pitch. I, yeah, I'm surprised this guy is uh, a dangerous player. That's it, yeah. Oh, so a dangerous player. Frankfurt, Gasinovic goes for a goal. Watch it live. And this is a live reaction, by the way, of Howie. <laughs> He got that far out. He is absolutely clobbered, and I didn't realise as well until the second replay that where his foot goes. It, it, his again. foot connects with Gusinovic pretty much between his shoulder and his neck. Yes, Can't it's, he, it's co- pure collarbone. If he is maybe three or four inches to the length, that he shouldn't be. He's going to kill he him. Kills him. <laughs> Literally, will kill him. It's so bad. <laughs> There's a grimace on the guy's face on the touchline. It's like, oh, oh, it's our old friend. What's yeah. His, yeah. Uh, manager. Manager. David Wagner. 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 Yeah. Nice that um, Jürgen Klinsmann Mate. has just gone into Harder Berlin as manager. Watch looks where he connects with him. Bosh. And, and what makes it even worse with this is that <laughs> He's like, I've, I think I've watched it time and time again. I want to see where the ball actually was when this took place. Miles away. <laughs> Miles away. <laughs> time and time again. And every single replay, even the slow-mo, it looks at full blast. Is this one where he disappears? See ya! <laughs> oh, yeah, he gets planted. He hits them so, so hard. It's so clean as well. It, like, I'd be proud if I actually managed to hit them that accurately. It's the way he disappears. <laughs> what a tackle. That's the kind of tackle you make if you want to hurt someone. Yeah, 100%. So you don't, you're not actually going for the ball there. When people say, was there intent? Yes, there was intent. Guaranteed. And he got sent off, so it's fine. No bar needed. <laughs> mine um, is carryover from last week so it shouldn't really count but mine is um, Brescia just Brescia so um, oh, yeah. obviously Balotelli like three four weeks ago had that issue of racism when he, when he had the game and um, Fabio Grosso decided that he'd drop um, Balotelli because in his mind he says he wasn't working hard enough but when Quiz, Celino, Brescia's president, when asked what was going with Balotelli, his reply was, he's black, he's just trying to clear himself up. As a joke. Then, well, he said, and then Brescia came out and said, oh, no, it was only a joke. Therefore, condoning racism after their player has been struggling with a racist uh, event days earlier before. And then after that, they then came out and said, are we're considering selling Mario because he's been nothing but a distraction. 
and bad. Uh, what is from going Brescia. on in Italy? He's literally from Brescia. And the Serie A today as well. With yeah, the, mad with the the so picture poster art by Simone Fugazotto. Is that his name? Yeah, that's their no to racism campaign. So obviously this is live. So I mean, we can choose to put them into as an inductee into the prat at the back. Anyway, it's a separate thing. But to try and explain it, (laughs) it's mental. I I feel bad trying to explain it. Yeah, they've essentially with colour around them. Three monkeys with football designs. Football designs around their faces. And the thing is, what's ironic here is they've used three different coloured eyes to try and be mental. I mean, I don't know if they what like, is going on. How, how, you, how could you be that ignorant? For a minute, I wondered if it was just one of those things where you're like, well, I'm not very arty, I don't really get the meaning behind it, but it's not, it's just really bad. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously they had the whole um, Black Friday thing and they put Chris Smalling and oh, God, Lukaku yeah. on the page. There's something wrong there. Ironic <laughs> for such a tanned nation. Yeah, that's very true. So, yeah. Who are we going for, Pete? Who are you going to vote for? I mean, I'm still going. With, I still think... My, my, you can't vote for your own. I can't vote for my own. Not allowed to. Oh, well. So to put your mind at ease, Pete, I'm going to go for the keeper that almost killed a man. I'm also going for the keeper that almost killed a man. Well, in that case, then I'll be politically correct. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going for Serie A because you're Unlike racist them. bastards. Unlike, yeah. Ruins it. Their league is of the best quality it's been since... For a long time. Uh, Galazzo uh, era. and Italia 90. Yeah, Italia yeah. 90. And they can't just fucking just clear up their shit. You'd be the most, one of the most watched leagues in the world if you just didn't alienate half you of your viewership. Apart yeah, from being racist Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Mental. Earn some money. Don't be racist. Yeah, like, it's quite straightforward. So many good things come out of it. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, God. Right, well, welcome. So we say them as well? Should we put them in as well? No, you got one. We can't bend the rules just because they're ourselves. They'll get back in. What's the keeper's name? Alexander. Oh, God. It is. Alexander (laughs) Newbell. Welcome. B E L. Alexander Newbell. Joining Select. You murderer. (laughs) Absolute murderer. Isabel. But however, that's going to conclude the warm down. We've got the warm up coming up on Friday. Stay tuned for that. If you want to follow us on Twitter, make sure you do at the three at the back. And if you want to get in contact with the podcast, the email is the three at the back at gmail.com. Say goodbye, Howie. Goodbye. I tried to think something really cool, didn't you? But it's fact. Say goodbye, Pete. I was going to say guten time. Merry Christmas, bitches. Merry Christmas. Although. We've got another episode before Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's what you think. But we're already Christmassy. It's how it's... <laughs> you just fart. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It's a goodbye from me. <laughs>